happy married life journey. A story by Certified Yoda. How did Cinderella feel when she walked down the aisle to her charming Prince Charming? Was she really as unbothered as her calm smile had suggested? Did she almost trip on those ridiculous amount of silky layers? Did she see her mother-in-law somewhere in the crowd and sigh, remembering that it's the same happy woman that would soon be banging on the door, demanding a grandchild, a male one preferably? Did Cinderella worry? Did she scream? Did she cry? Did she throw punches at one of the pillows in the newly built semi-detached building, imagining it to have a human face? The face of a particular someone. Was Cinderella worried? Was she as worried as Timmy is now as she watches Johnny watch Lola walk down the aisle? Was she afraid that she would jump out of her chair and prize somebody's double-breasted Italian tuxedo off their body? That she would storm out of the place after giving everyone the middle finger? Wait, are we even talking about the same Cinderella self? That Cinderella gets a happy ending. This one doesn't. This Cinderella's boo has got a boo. This Nigerian Cinderella now listens to Chiki's boo of the Bullless album on the reg. Insecure is a favorite song there. In this life, stay wicked, stay woke. Get why? Six years of dating, a full medicine course down the drain. And now the idiot is getting married to another idiot. What did she not do for the fool? What is it to cook? She's Sabiwela. His mother even called her an omogidi. Is it to do? <laughs> Strippers, they not do richer. She was a good girlfriend. A wife material, 1,000 yards. She even used to join him to watch those stupid football matches that she pretended to like. Those boring football matches that he liked. What is interesting about a bunch of people chasing after a ball on a grassy field? Remembering that year she bought him that expensive already autographed football jersey. Ah, Timmy, ah, you too, Mumusha. All that time she was a head waitress at his sister's wedding, sweating heavily as she washed plates and served food. You have home training, his mother has said to her. Timmy had smiled to herself. All this will be worth it when he marries me. She had thought to herself, but he did not marry her. He is getting married to Lola. The reception party is going on as we speak. Come to think of it, does Lola even have home training? Auntie beg shift I won't pass. A man in an oversized Agbada said, Party crashes. They walk around the street of Lagos in ill-fitted clothes, looking for parties to attend. What is she even doing here? She shouldn't be here. 
she shouldn't be at her ex's wedding reception party. Well, technically, he isn't her ex. They never actually broke up. They just decided to take a break from the relationship. Then he decided to go and get married. As if that was not enough, he just had to send the picture of his wedding invitation card to her on her WhatsApp DM, writing that he would be honored to have her there to support him as a friend. Fr- <laughs> friend ke. Baby girl had to check the message twice to see if that was what he actually wrote. When did they become friends? She was his girlfriend. Girlfriend. On a break. She wasn't going to attend the wedding because who in their right mind would? But her crazy friend, Mona Lisa, had suggested that she did so she could show Johnny what he would be missing. Go on, Pepe the guy small, Mona had said. So, here she is in a very tight revealing red corset gown, taking every opportunity to show herself, trying to Pepe her ex, her boyfriend on a break. A toast to the newest couple in town, Jola 2023. Johnny's brother, Benga said. Timmy felt her blood boil. It should be Tenny 2023 or 20-whatever. It should be her smiling sheepishly at Johnny's side, resting her hand on his shoulder. It should be her and Johnny, not Johnny and Lola. She chewed on a piece of meat from a plate of jollof rice. The meat did not even do well safe. She pushed the plate away. Johnny stood up from his chair and moved towards the exit. Showtime, Tammy thought as she adjusted the breast part of her dress. It's just marriage. They can always get a divorce. Cheers to Tammy 2024. <laughs> just kidding. Mm. Tammy could feel people's eyes on her as she walked. Can't blame them. Who wouldn't stare at a hot girl? Girls of nowadays, eh? See what this one is wearing. She should just come her naked now. She heard someone say. They were not even trying to whisper. She felt a little embarrassed. But her friend Mo's catchphrase came to mind. They want to be me so bad. Can't blame them. I would want to be me too if I was them. With that subtle reassurance, she continued walking, her hips moving from side to side. A model's walk, Johnny had once called it. The interior decorator Sha tried. The cinnamon and dusty rose assemble was Sha giving. <laughs> it's not the best thing he had seen, Sha, but it's Sha okay. They, they Sha tried. The elegant rows of flowers led outside to the garden. Johnny was standing there on a phone call. Typical Johnny. It's always office calling. Wahala, for who know they work for Chevron. How is she going to call me? She has to bump into him. It's a classic. Even the Indians use it. She walked straight into him and faked a fall. He caught her 
Thank God. Oh my God. I almost sprained my ankle. Timmy said as she pretended to catch her breath. Tay. <clears throat> Hi. Didn't expect to see you here. He replied, slightly stumbling on his word. He still calls her Tay. Wow. No, just wow. I had to support my friend. Because that's what friends do. She said, making sure to stress the F word. Oh, okay. So how have you been now? You look nice, by the way. He said, clearly checking out her boobs. Put a treat down and the dog will come running. How bad, Johnny? It hasn't even been a day since you got married. Thanks, bro. I wish you a happy married life, by the way. She said and made her way to her car. You know that feeling you have when someone is staring at you, yeah? Timmy felt that. Her remaining drive home was perfectly seamless. Of course, she had to pick up her suya from Malam Abu and get bread from the small supermarket close to her house, like she does every other night. Suya for the night, hence the slightly bloated stomach, bread and tea in the morning. Typical. Tammy was almost asleep when she made it to her gate. She had to horn a couple more times than usual before Hussein, her gate man, opened the gate. He must have fallen asleep. Madam, welcome, Hussein said as soon as he opened the gate. Hussein, do you know how long I've been at that gate? She yelled as soon as he opened the gate. You know what? I'm too tired for this. We'll talk about it tomorrow, she continued, gesticulating, not letting him say anything. Timmy walked to her door with her heels in her hand and her eyes almost completely closed. Hussein would probably apologize in the morning. She would probably let it slide like she always does. Waking up from her deep sleep, she felt so lonely. Being lonely and single is hard. It's even worse when the weather is cold and breezy air is entering your room through your open window. When the thought of somebody's naked body stays glued to your brain, when you desperately yearn for someone's touch and presence, a specific someone, Johnny was nothing like the other guys Timmy had been with. Larry from 100 level had been shy, a church boy. His hands were literally trembling as he took off her bra for the first time. He even made them fast and pray and ask God for forgiveness the next day. They never had sex after that. Pretty dope for a loss of virginity story, huh? In 400 level, there was Tony, who was the direct opposite of Larry. She still asks herself what had attracted her to him. It was definitely his beard. He had a Bob Daddy beard. Salt and pepper colored beards. There was never anything like love and the sex they had. It was always bing, bing, bing. Hardcore. Every time. Pa, pa, pa. Ha. Kilo de. Do you want to kill somebody's child? After Tony, it was one night stand after one night stand. A few situationships. One disorienting affair with a married man. Until she met Johnny 
one funny not so funny day in Lagos traffic. Her car had broken down that morning, so she had to take a bus from work. She sat slightly congested on a crampled yellow and black Lagos bus. Her head hitting the iron at her side whenever the bus slid in and out of a bump. Timmy had not noticed the fine boy sitting at her side until his head landed sleepily on her shoulder. She contemplated waking him up, but decided against it. Pastor Tunde had asked them to be kinder, and besides, he looked kind of cute asleep on her shoulder. She should have known that he would break her heart. He looked the part. She was typing away on her phone when the bus checked it had hit the car in front of it. Their driver had a sachet of Chelsea alcoholic spirit in his hand as he apologized to the car owner with his second hand. They should have all just gotten down when that happened because the second hit was not as benign as the first. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this story, please give us a like and share. You can also follow us for more intriguing short stories just like this one.